You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. Jeremiah 17 in your Bibles, please. I'll continue our series from the book of Jeremiah, and we'll start in verse number 1, Jeremiah 17. In verse number one, the Bible says, The sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron and with the point of a diamond. Uh, That diamond is very sharp and that diamond can cut through stone. And God says, your sins, uh, you try to uh, justify them and you try to sweep them under the rug, but your sins are written with a pen of iron with the point of a diamond, and it is graven. It's literally carved into the stone, graven upon the table of your heart and upon the horns of your altars. These were the altars of the the, the false gods that they were worshiping. And it says, verse 2, "...whilst their children remember their altars and their groves by the green trees upon the high hills." I want to remind us that God hates sin, and sin is serious, and uh, our sin does not only affect us, our sin affects our children and has lasting effects. And God told His people, He said, your children will remember these altars, and they will remember these groves. Verse number 3, O my mountain in the field, I will give thy substance and all thy treasures to the spoil, and thy high places for sin throughout all thy borders. And thou, even thyself, shalt discontinue from thine heritage that I gave thee. God said, you are going to lose out on all that I've given you and all that I've tried to bless you with, and uh, you will get what you want, but you will lose what you have. And by the way, I want to remind us tonight, that's always what, always what happens with sin. You think it's what you want, but when you get what you think you wanted, you'll find out you've lost what you had, and you'll lose the good things. The prodigal son, uh, he thought he was going to have a high old time. He thought he was going to have the time of his life getting away from dad, but in the pig pen, he came to himself, and he realized how good he had it back home with the father. Verse number uh, 5 Thus saith the Lord, we'll come back to this verse, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and whose, who maketh a, a flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. He shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land, and not inhabited. Verse 6, uh, verse 5, we see a curse, and verse 6 describes that as a, a dry and a barren place. It's a desert. It's not a place you want to be. Verse 7, here's a blessing. Verse 5 was a curse, but verse 7 is a blessing. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. He shall be like a tree planted by the waters. When you put your trust in God, you don't have the desert living and you don't have the dry and barren place, but you've got uh, the the, the blessing and you've got the, the flourishing and you're in a place that you can survive the drought and you can survive the hard times, verse 8 says, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. That's the kind of life I want. I want to be like that tree planted by the waters. Verse number 9, the heart is deceitful 
above all things, and desperately wicked, who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Lord, help us in these next few moments. May we not miss these truths. I pray that you would speak to us, and I pray that the Word of God would come alive and with power and with authority. May the Word of God penetrate our hearts and minds and may it speak to us and may it change us and may it mold us into what you would have us to be. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. This chapter that we're in, Jeremiah 17, it deals with trust. It deals with dependence. Verse number five and verse nine and verse 10, it talks about our heart. Uh, we, we, we trust with our heart. The Bible says, uh, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Verse number seven, the Bible talks about our hope. It's found in verse 7 and verse number 13. O Lord, the hope of Israel. Verse number 17. Be not a terror unto me. Thou art my hope. Jeremiah said, you're my hope, God, in the day of evil. Uh, we see our heart. We see our hope. That's our confidence. Verse 14. We see the need for healing. Verse number 14. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved for thou art my praise. I'm glad that God is a God of healing. I'm glad that God gives healing and I'm glad that God is able to take the, the, the sin sick heart and God is able to heal and God is able to make it new again. Verse 23 and actually verses 19 to 27, it talks about and it describes how that God's people no longer regarded the Sabbath day. Uh, it's amazing how God placed such an importance on the Sabbath day. That was the seventh day. That was the day that was designated for God. Well, friend, we don't observe the Sabbath day. We don't observe uh, the seventh day, but we give God, well, you ought to have every day, but we give God the first day of the week. Sunday is the Lord's day. Uh, some of us, we're doing good to give the Lord a few minutes on Sunday or to give Him an hour on Sunday, but Sunday is the day of the Lord. Sunday is a day that belongs to God, and the Lord's day is still important. I understand our schedules are out of whack and all of that, but I'll tell you, I'd make Sunday a priority for you and for your family. I'd let your, your friends know. I'd let your family know. I'd let your work know. I'd let everybody know that Sunday is the Lord's day. And by the way, it is the Lord's day. God's people had neglected the Lord's day. And because of that, God was judging them. Verse 23, it says, but they obeyed not, neither inclined their ear, but made their neck stiff that they might not hear nor receive instruction. I hope we're listening. Uh, Brother Nathan preached about that in Teens on Target. I hope we're listening to the voice of God, and I, I hope that our ears are open. And I wonder, I wonder if God spoke to you. I wonder, number one, would you even know it? And number two, I wonder if you would be willing to do what He talked to you about. God has something for us to hear. I'd like to draw your attention to three verses in particular, and I'd like to ask you this question. We find in these verses, we find the word trust. The Bible says in verse number five, cursed be the man that trusteth in man. But notice verse number seven, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord. I want to ask you very simply tonight, who can you trust? 
Who is it that you can place your confidence in? Now, right away, you're probably thinking, well, there's my spouse, and there's my parents, and there's my brother, or there's my sister, or there's my coworker, and good, you ought to have some people like that. Uh, if you were to make a list, and don't, don't post it on Facebook, but if you were to make a list of people you would trust with your car keys, people you would trust with your credit card, uh, people you would trust with a large amount of money, uh, who people you would trust to watch your house or watch your kids or watch your pet. That list may not be as long as some might think, but who can you trust? The nation of Judah at this time was facing very uncertain times. Jeremiah was preaching the word of God, but the people were not interested in God's help. They thought they could put their trust in their own abilities. They thought they could trust in their own strength. They thought they could have confidence in self, but they were very, very seriously mistaken because the Bible tells us that, number one, you cannot trust in man. It's found in verse number five, and hear me out on this, but it says, "'Cursed be the man that trusteth in man.'" and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. You see, you ought to be able to trust a spouse, or you ought to be able to trust a family member, and I hope you can trust your pastor, and hope you can trust an assistant pastor, and hope you can trust your Sunday school teacher, and you ought to be able to trust people to the extent that you don't trust those people more than you trust God, or to the extent that you don't trust those people so much that if those people stop trusting in God, that you follow those people and you stop trusting God. The Bible tells us uh, that uh, in 2 Chronicles chapter 32, I'll have you turn there in your Bibles if you would. 2 Chronicles 32, Hezekiah was the king and Hezekiah found himself in a predicament with an enemy king by the name of Sennacherib. He was the king of Assyria. And it says in verse number seven, Hezekiah spoke to the people and he said, be strong and courageous, be not afraid, nor dismayed for the king of Assyria, nor for all the multitude that is with him, for there be more with us than with him. With him, with the king of Assyria, there is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. Hezekiah said, hey, folks, we're not trusting in the arm of flesh. We're not trusting in man. We're not trusting in a physical uh, army or a, a physical leader. We are trusting in God. By the way, the arm of flesh, the songwriter wrote, the arm of flesh will fail you. People will disappoint you. I'm sorry to say it, but some people will let you down. Sometimes it is the people that you are the closest to that can hurt you the most. I'll tell you this, as your pastor, I hope I never disappoint you. I hope I never let you down, but I probably will. And it won't be intentional and it won't be uh, something where I'm trying to get you or I'm trying to hurt you or I've got this whole plot. to No, but, but I, I will. I will hurt you at some point. You know why? Because I'm human. And by the way, so are you. 
unless you say, well, I can't trust anybody. Well, the Bible tells us that we should put our trust in some leadership and we should put our trust in our loved ones, but not to the extent that we trust people more than we trust God. I think I've told you this story before, but in 2010, if you watched the Winter Olympics, they were held in Vancouver. There was a speed skater by the name of Sven Kramer. He was a gold medalist. He was on pace to win the gold medal in the 10,000-meter race. He'd already won the 5,000-meter race, the gold medal. But in that 10,000-meter race, his coach instructed him to move to the wrong lane. Even though Sven Kramer, you could see it on camera, it's like he hesitated. He didn't think that was the right thing, but he followed his coach's lead and he made a mistake. And the coach made a mistake and he went into the wrong lane. He was disqualified and forfeited the race that he was on his way to winning a gold medal. The coach was interviewed later and the coach said this. The coach said, my world collapsed. This is a disaster. This is the worst moment in my career. Sven was right. I was wrong. The coach wasn't trying to hurt the skater. As a matter of fact, this wasn't Little League where, you know, he had been assigned to this coach. He, he knew this coach. He trusted this coach. He worked with this coach. But this coach, because he was human, because he makes mistakes, although he was well-meaning, although he was very sincere, this coach led that speed skater in the wrong way. And I tell you, the Bible gives us some examples. The Bible tells us that Job, his own wife, told Job, she said, Job, why don't you curse God and die? David's own son that he loved and he trusted, his very own son led a revolt against him and tried to kill him. David's trusted advisor, Ahithophel, turned his back on David. Can I tell you, you and I, if our trust is in man and man alone, we will be disappointed. Paul said it like this. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. Number one, you cannot trust in people uh, to an extent. And please don't leave here and say, I don't trust anybody. Well, you have to to some extent, but not to the point that you trust people more than you trust God. Not to the point, as verse 5 says, that your heart departed from the Lord. Number one, you can't trust man. Number two, you cannot trust yourself unless you get all high and mighty and say, oh, I don't trust anybody. Well, the truth is you can't even trust yourself. Notice if you would, verse number nine, the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. You say, who's that talking about? It's talking about you. It's talking about me. It's talking about our sinful nature. Our heart is wicked. We have a sin nature. We have a fallen nature. We are corrupt in our flesh. And you don't even know sometimes what you should do. Have you ever made up your mind and then 30 seconds later you changed your mind? Have you ever had something really important? You said, this is what I'm doing. And then the next day, no, I'm not. Can I tell you, you cannot put your trust in yourself. We are flesh and blood. We make mistakes. Many times we don't even know what we want. God warns us against leaning or trusting in our own understanding. Proverbs 3, 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, if you'll turn there in your Bibles, 
2 Corinthians chapter 1, you've got to see these two verses here. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, it says in verse number 8, but we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which we came, which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure. Paul said, boy, we were having a hard time. Uh, it was above our strength and in so much that we despaired even of life. We didn't know how we were going to survive. Verse 9, but we had the sentence of death in ourselves. This was pretty bad. Paul said we were going through it. We thought we were going to die, that we should not trust in ourselves. Paul said we weren't trusting in ourselves. Our confidence was not in our ability, but in God, which raiseth the dead who delivered us from so great a death and doth deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. Can I tell you, we cannot trust in ourselves. We all trust people to a certain extent, but let me tell you, you can't trust people completely, fully, 100%, without a doubt, people will let you down. You cannot trust yourself to the fullest extent, because you will let yourself down. But I'm glad to tell you tonight, there is somebody who you can trust. It's found in verse number seven of Jeremiah 17. The Bible says, blessed or, or happy or prosperous is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. I was listening Today, I was listening to Brother Nathan's devotional. It was powerful. I was listening to Brother Dan's devotional. It was powerful. And Brother Dan, in his devotional, he quoted this song. And I thought, that is exactly right. But the song says, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Friend, I got good news for you. Don't be discouraged. You say, oh, we can't trust anybody. Oh, everybody's going to let me down. Everybody's going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to hurt me. No, that's not true. There's one person who will never let you down. You can trust in the Lord. Second Chronicles 32, we read the passage of Hezekiah and Sennacherib. And but Hezekiah said, with him, with Sennacherib, with his army, it's an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. I'm glad that we can trust Him. I'm glad that He's with us. I'm glad that He is there to fight our battles. We can trust the Lord. I know I've told you this story before, but I was thinking about this, about trust. When my wife's mother passed away a little over 10 years ago at her funeral on the program, the back of that program, it had a brand new shiny penny taped to the back of that program, and it had the story, a story of a very successful businessman, but he was known to pick up pennies off the ground. And one day somebody asked him, they said, sir, they said, you've got more money probably than you know what to do with. Why do you bother reaching, reaching down on the ground and picking up a dirty penny? And that man said, he said, those pennies, he said, I consider those pennies from heaven. Because he said, when I pick up that penny, he said, inscribed on that penny, and of course it's on all of our coins and currency, but on that penny it says, in God we trust. He said, and it reminds me to trust God. Can I tell you, friend, we can trust Him. We can depend upon Him. 
1956, in God we trust, became the official motto of the United States of America. Those words have appeared on our coins and currency since 1864. The last stanza of our national anthem says this, and this be our motto, in God is our trust. What about you? Can you say, I'm trusting God? Can you say, in God I trust? Can you say, this is my motto, this is my theme, this is my passion, I am trusting God? I'll tell you this, as Christians, we trust in so many things. We trust in so many things, many times without even thinking about it. But how about getting back to trusting God? Psalm 20, verse 7. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Malachi 3, verse number 6. The Bible tells us that God never changes. Hebrews 13 tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You can trust Him. You can count on Him. Revelation 19.11, the words that, 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 that describe Jesus are faithful and true. John 14.6, I preached about it Sunday at the drive-in service. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You can trust Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. Can I remind you this evening that you can trust God in the sunshine and you can trust Him in the shadows. You can trust Him on the mountaintop. You can trust Him in the valley. You can trust Jesus. He will never let you down. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week. Thank you.